when things build up and things get really stressful, get it done and go outside for five minutes. Because when you're producing and you're stressed, it has a snowball effect. What a great episode this is. Hello, my name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production at Fox FM in Melbourne. And in this podcast series, I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world about how they craft the sound of radio stations. This is Podcast. My guest today is Mike Santos, who's currently producing for Sydney's Today FM Breakfast Show. But if the accent didn't give it away, spent most of his career in the US. He's also worked for the KISS Network in Australia, and in fact, he's only been at Today FM for about four months. So a lot of the audio in this episode is from previous roles. But to start things off, we go back to the US. I guess there's like this golden age of radio production with people like Eric Chase and Mm. John Frost and making these big sounding promos. And um, when when I kind of started in 2009, 2008 almost, they they started to roll out the the personal people meter Mm -hmm. in in major markets. And just for a little background, it's kind of like the size of a beeper. Mm. And what it does is it picks up digital radio signals. Uh, So you kind of get real-time ratings mm. and, and all that uh and that's terrifying for it, it really is right, right? If, yeah. you're, if you're a content director you can get it to the hour mm. and if you're trigger happy you're screwed you know um so can you refresh all the time and just uh i, I don't know okay um, i don't know how it worked out exactly but i know you could mm. get your hourlies and your dailies and you know your weeklies and things like that it's pretty crazy and it changed the game over there it really did um you know production wise it for for us it seemed like Everything was forward selling. Everything was quick and fast. And that's when you started seeing really short talk breaks, um, 15-second promos, Mm. things like that. Um, And really kind of minimizing the overall production value. Mm. Um, So I think that's the big difference, Uh, Mm. especially when I moved over here. Like the way we do production here was how we used to do production uh, early 2000s and before that where it's just – big and it's mm. br- like it has air it has space you know you're not so mm. rushed i think mm. i think is the best way to put it Does that make sense yeah. yeah can we play some of your stuff from the states because there is so much cool stuff here i mean sure one of the things i loved straight away was the st patty on a float um parody yeah alice 105.9 bj howie and erica are really excited for a st patrick's day parade this weekend in fact they wrote a song about it let's go yeah we're on a float we're on a float we're That was a fun little one. That actually started as a, it started as an entirely different parody. Right. Um. There, there was a, there was a news story that came out about people just using their mobile phones on, you know, on the freeway. You know, like, nothing's changed in the last yeah. eight years, nine years, or whatever. And it was right around the time when uh, Lonely Island came out with on a float or on a boat. And it just it just made sense. It so just happened. It just happened, and we and we also got a float in the St. Patrick's Day parade. So mm. you know you kind of whip around with that. Um, you know, a lot of those little fun ideas were just came up when when I learned how to use Auto Tune. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna what kind of do with Auto Tune? Yeah, how do know? I flex this muscle? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And that's kind of where on a float came up from. Again, I had a PD who or a content director who just let me do whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, he's like, just as long as it's not abrasive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get my other guy in here. Let's start singing and yeah. see how we go. So Such a great spot to be in with yeah. your content director, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of trust. Um, Dylan Sprague, who was my content director at uh, at Alice, um, <clears throat> he... He took a really big chance on me. Um, you so this know, was Denver, Colorado? This was in Denver. Uh, I was 25. I just got hired full-time in San Francisco, and there was a big uh, round of layoffs. And it was my first real gig in radio, San Francisco. And so I still had a lot to learn. There was a lot of teething going on there. But I just wanted to work, and I, I was okay with being in the studio learning how to do things. And I think that's... What ultimately got me a lot across the line in Denver was that I was just eager to do mm. it and put in the time. Uh, so Dylan knew that I was fairly, fairly new to the whole thing. And, you know, Denver is, you know, one of those bigger mid-major markets. Mm. Um, so there was, there was a lot of mm. learn as you go, you know, Lear, learning how to write, learning how to, you know, just produce something well on a consistent basis. That's so cool. Yeah. There's some good stuff from Alice. Um, the Summer Tours Artist promo. That was a fun one. That's awesome. Alice 105.9. It's the Summer of Alice. Summer of Alice. And all summer long, your favorite Alice artists are coming in to say, Hey, hey this is Bruno Mars. Hey. Hi. Yo. Hey, it's Katy Perry. What's up? Hey, we're number five. It's Train. Hey, Alice. Hey, this is Johnny from the Goo Goo Dolls. Hey, yo, what's up? Hey, hey, it's Taylor Swift. All the tickets, all the access, and more chances to say... It's the summer of Alice on Alice 105.9. But, I mean, it works perfectly with the artists saying hello with mm-hmm. that song. It's not forced. It yeah. cuts through. I can imagine here, because the thing is, we've all heard a million concert promos. Yeah. That seems like a really sort of, for me, unique, interesting way of cutting through a bit of the noise as well. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of those things are just timing. It's good timing. You, you that, mm. that song came out and... It was just fun. It came right at summer, and you did it, that one just came naturally. Mm. So when you're like, "Oh, well, that's that's a good bit of fun," and you go yeah. into the studio and you turn it out. Sometimes you know your program director didn't even ask for it. Mm. Those are the best ones because then they look at like that was great. Yeah, good job. Well, that's something Sadi was talking about: is the stuff you do over and above mm-hmm. the stuff they didn't ask for. Yeah, it just shows you're paying attention. Foster the people now, now playing. Foster the people pumped up kicks. How's it been working on shows in the States? Are there many shows that have a dedicated image producer? Not as far as I know. Yeah. Um, you know, Carson, who I worked on in LA, he had one. I think the big shows do. You mm-hmm. know? Like when I moved, when I got to LA, it was the first that I had heard of of a dedicated production guy for a show. Mm. I don't know if Seacrest has one. Um, I don't think so. Surely, maybe. Um, you know, I know. I think Valentine so, had one, but bends my brain to think that Seacrest doesn't have someone that yeah can, can y- cut up some stuff for. Yeah, him. it's just here. Here's a quick chop of an interview, or you know, yeah. a show open. But I also think it's just not as intensive. Over there, like even yeah. when when I did Carson, it, it was more just, you know, if you have something, make it, and then if we use it, we'll use it. Okay, you know what I mean. That's is that just another difference between the American radio market and the Australian radio market? The intensity. I think it's different just because of how big radio is here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember my first survey in Sydney, I was at a fish and chip shop just, you know, near where I lived. And there was a news story on the radio ratings. Right. And, I, and like, it blew my mind. I was like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Why? Uh, you know, I, I get it now. But back home radio is so, it's so, it's not at the forefront of, of the media industry. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, <clears throat> I hate to, I hate to use the term wallpaper, but it's kind of mixed in with Spotify, iTunes, Beats One, you know, that kind of stuff. Like it doesn't have as much prominence in, well, I guess in, in the grand sense that like TV doesn't either, you know, no mm. one stops for television ratings. No one, you know, we don't have the big personalities that, that we do here as far as radio goes. Should we talk about John Frost, Eric Chase? Yes. When we initially started talking about this, you said, I want to send you some of their stuff too, because this has had a massive influence on radio production in the States. Yeah. And- Welcome to Jackson in the Box. My name's Michael. Yeah. Um, th- <laughs> um, what? Yeah, whatever. I'd like to get one of your Jumbo Jacks with cheese. One Jumbo Jackson with cheese? No, a Jumbo Jack. Jackson. No, Jack. Jackson. Jack. This is Jackson in a box. Fine. Okay. And uh, what's Jesus juice? It's like Coke. Oh. In a can. Okay. Oh! Uh, you all right? Would you like a small fries? Uh, no. I like small fries. What? Oh! Yeah, that's it. That's all. Will you be sharing your burger with a child? <laughs> no. There's nothing more loving than sharing your burger with a child. That may be, but I don't have a... Would you like to borrow one? Just kidding. No, I'm not. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm done. Please go forward. Frost and Chase, for, for me, are, is kind of like everybody's sidey and and Matt and Konsky. You, you know, yep. th- those were the guys that that I wanted to be like. I started off learning that writing was the most important part of doing good production. Mm-hmm. Um, That's something Stax was really big on as well. It, yeah, you know, we we do a lot of writing as a production person back home, um, and it was something that I was I was always taught is that. Mediocre production sounds great with great writing. Great production can't save poor writing, if that makes sense. Mm, it does make sense. Um, so you always kind of put that focus on writing and being getting your message across clearly or creatively, and then you fill it in with all the production stuff afterwards, mm. all, all the bells, all the whistles. Uh, and John Frost was this mm. like he was up there he was writing bits he was creative he was funny he was snarky and witty you know like all this stuff and one of my buddies was like you should email john frost i was like well, uh who mm. uh, he's like he does all our production for for our station here you should email him and so i did I, I emailed him and he just sent me like the like i think it was almost two minutes worth of stuff and it just blew my mind mm. Absolutely blew my mind. I think we've all been sent those uh, demos around, and we just yeah. sort of think, "What the?" Fuck? And it was it was the first time that I'd ever thought of production as more than just station ID, mm. sound effect, and music, or hook or whatever. You know, he, you know, I I could actually name off everything that was in that demo that he sent me. You know, it was what's in Michael Jackson's mind? What's uh, Lord of the Rings the musical? Why? Who are you? Mikalam, no Mikalam, no Mikalam. Leave the hobbit alone, no. Go. Lord of the Rings, the musical. 
Lord of the Rings, the musical. Advanced tickets on sale now. And then fast forward to when I started doing more CHR stuff and less rock stuff, Eric Chase, you know, opened it all up to, you know, song integrated, you know, but they weren't just, you know, like, Da, 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 in that like Kiss FM yeah. like melody in the three notes song. But but yeah. actual fit it into the song mm. so it sounds like it's part of the song type stuff. You hear it and you just think that I'm with you. You think that's not just a promo, that's not just a sweeper. That is this beautifully written, well thought out piece. And as soon as you hear these bits, they just just get stuck in your head forever. Almost. Mm-hmm. Have you got a favorite bit that really sticks in your <laughs> mind? That you just cannot get rid of. Um, John Frost. Uh, this is a favorite amongst me and some, some of my really good friends. It's the stupidest bit, and it's called "Finding Nemo in Your Ass." Right. Right. So it, it'll just be like, and now finding Nemo in your ass. And then you'd hear a splat and then kind of like the, the fins flapping around and, and just this tiny voice go, where am I? This has been finding Nemo in your ass. And that's it. You know, it's just the stupidest stuff that we would all say to our friends. He just happened to make as yeah. a radio bit. And out of the hundreds of thousands of things I've ever heard John Frost do, that's still the one that makes me and my friends laugh the most because mm. it's so stupid, you know? Um, but if we're going to talk about like proper production things, um, <laughs> if we're going to talk about, have to. Like, like, you know, if we're going to talk about things that are actually, you know, like well-produced and, and all that stuff. Um, proper production. Oh, things. Yeah. That, that should be on a demo. Proper production things. Yeah. I'll send that to Frost. Um, no, I think that's it. <laughs> no, no, no let, let, let's, let's go with that. Okay, let's cool. Let's go with that. So let's talk about the move to Australia. So was this an interest in the Australian radio business or was this just a change of scenery? Uh, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, my family and I, we moved overseas uh, when I was a kid and I went back to the States for uni, but my, my mom and dad still lived in Asia. So, you know, it wasn't impossible to see them, but it's an 18-hour flight back home. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, it's pretty tough. Um, so Australia was always intriguing because it was close and spoke English. Great. Mm, great. Yeah. To take, yeah, right. Proper production um, things. Yeah, and, and yeah, proper production <laughs> things. Um you know, if you go put a little bell there, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so it was about that time that uh do you know Ryan Dreen? Yes. So Ryan Dreen is a buddy of mine, and I was talking to him about that and he introduced me to Konsky. Just via mm-hmm. email and things like that. So he and I would kind of email back and forth. And, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, every time I listened to something that Konsky or Blacko did or Jez, um, I was like, man, that just sounds so cool. You know, um, back in the days of, uh, what was it, radioprotips.com or whatever? Yeah, you know, Radio like, Promo Like da- Daryl's Darryl, yeah. site, yeah. It was a great site. Yeah, you know, it was great for like production people. And you're like, wow, they're making all these really insane pieces and I'm just here like futzing around on Pro Tools and, <laughs> or like Adobe Audition just trying to figure out what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> um, you know, so I think- I don't I, think that's the case, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, know th- what you mean, yeah. I think I got it into my head is like, mm. if I was going to go take the next step in what I wanted to do as a production person, I needed to be here, 
Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. How cool. I know, huh? So talking about differences in, you know, markets, how did you find coming into Carl and Jackie O, like in coming fresh from the US? Uh, I thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and then I got into the Kyle and Jackie O season. The home of the world's biggest stars. Kyle, Jackie O. Good morning, everyone. The Kyle and Jackie O Show. Go, go. Are you ready for this? What up, Sydney? This is Justin Timberlake. Hey, it's Katy Perry. Nicole Kidman's here. It's Jason Derulo. You already know when I'm in town. I'm on Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle and Jackie O. The world's biggest stars play here. Yo, this is Justin B. Mays. Welcome back. Great performance. Yeah. This is Taylor Swift. Nice to see you again. New hair. Nice. Everything's lovely. Thank you. Hi, this is Hugh Jackman. You, Good welcome morning. to the studio. It's so nice to be in the studio. With you guys. I know. Kyle and Jackie O. You guys are always the best. You guys are my favorite interview to ever do. Six to nine weekdays. Yes, 1065. Surface Book and Surface Pro 4, the most productive devices on the planet. Pre order now at MicrosoftStore.com. That show will make you work. Mm. Like, you do not know pressure and quality until you get on that show, I think. It's. That, that's just an, another one of those situations that just blows the learning curve out of the water. Mm. Um, you know, we always talk about it. Uh, you know, if you sit in that seat, nobody can really explain to you what, how that show operates and the way, the, the, the pace of how you work until you get into that chair. Mm. But at the end of the day, when you leave that seat, you're sorted for the rest of your career. You know, I could... You uh, you know the, every show that I've worked on afterwards, I wouldn't it has been cruisy compared to yeah I got that this show yeah you know you're yeah. you know you're not stressed you're not you're not you're never in over your head you're busy but you're never overwhelmed because it can never be as intense as KJ because it could never be as intense as KJ just on a day to day yeah you know the stuff you do on on in one day is sometimes more than a show producer will do in a week. You know, that kind of thing. It's crazy. But you do it every day. The secret promo. Oh, it's my favorite tactic ever. What is Jackie O's secret? I've got a brand new one to play for you guys. If you know the dumb secret, bring up dumb Jackie and get your dumb prize. Hours now. But make it yours too. There are objects in front of me. Only one is my favorite. You have to figure out why it's my favorite. We'll never tell you. But when you know it, keep it quiet and keep winning. Again and again. Meat pie, microwave, blanket, and sports bra. Microwave. Yep, you know the secret. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! I don't get any pattern. I'm going to give you an Apple Watch. I'm going to give you Apple TV. Apple oh TV. Yeah. I'm going to give you, you $500 I, in cash. I think I know the secret. Awesome, thank you so much. Okay, turn off the mics real quick, Kyle. Tell me the secret. Kyle, you don't know the secret. <laughs> <laughs> at 7 every morning with Kyle and Jackie O. Visualize the items. That's all I'll tell you. It's a secret. Yes. Now, can I tell you this? I listened to this once, only once. Yeah. I've never heard of this concept before in my life and I literally just got everything in one listen and I think that's such a compliment. It's a complex idea explained very simply. And... You, that that's the kind of tactic that only works when both talent have good chemistry. Um, it, it's my favorite one that I've ever done. I had so much fun making those promos purely because of what I could use with Kyle, mm. because he did he, honest to God, did not know what the secret was, and every reaction that he gave on air was one hundred percent real. Mm. 
Because he was so frustrated. He was so frustrated, you, you know. But then if you listen to the promo, you're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And it's funny because I think it's only a 60-second promo, which is impressive because you get to the end and you think there's a lot in here. Yeah. I get it all. And you look at the time and you think, man, well done getting all that into 60 seconds. What I like is that there's not a lot of voice guy in that promo. Mm. Um, doesn't need it though, does it? It doesn't need it. Mm. Uh, but because... You'll always equate better, like you'll relate better to the talent than you will the voice guy. So the more talent you can put in, the easier it is to kind of have people pay attention. Totally. And now that it's all done and dusted, what was the secret? So it, uh, it was the object that immediately followed the round object. Ah. So meat pie, microwave. Yeah. Right. If, yeah, if I remember correctly, that's what it was. And it's not easy to... Uh, accurately sum up that kind of concept in a 60-second promo. So no. kudos to you, brother. Thanks, man. Um, one thing I've always really admired about you is um, you add colour into your content promos so well. Your brain just must be an encyclopedia of song hooks, if nothing else. Yeah, and it's really annoying. Yeah, you just wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night and you're like, I got it. Well, it's like, yeah, or, you know, like just, uh, wait a minute, you know, yeah, you know yeah. like, like that, just that kind of stuff, you know, they all just kind of stick in your head. I, I remember when uh, Justin Timberlake's song uh, Supplies came out. There's a part where it just stops dead cold and JT just goes, okay, and you just keep that. You yeah. cut it and you keep it for the rest of your life because yes. you're going to use it all the time. Yeah. Um, that's so true. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's, those are great. I love those. I love the cleverness of it. Jason PJ. Jason PJ in the morning. Always awkward. Hey, Paige. Yeah? Got a riddle for you. Uh, Are you ready for it? A man on a flat soccer field kicked a soccer ball 40 feet away. The ball came back immediately at the same speed. No one else and no object have been involved. How did he do that? Someone kicked it to him. No. Yeah, okay, he was on a hill. No, no, no. He was in a dome. (laughs) No. Help me out. What are you thinking? No. No, 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 what are you thinking? No, I thought it had wings, but it just, no, it doesn't. <laughs> if you guys want me, I'll be at Rebel today. Buy one of those soccer balls with wings. I surrender. I don't know what it he is. He didn't kick it forwards. He kicked it up! Yeah! He kicked it up! Yeah! I thought you were going to say, he kicked it backwards. <laughs> I was going to. Hey, hey, Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Jace and PJ in the morning. Six to nine weekdays. On Kiss. Kiss. One oh one one. If you can make a promo speak to the content or add to the content, then it, then it turns that like the production of the promo into its own thing. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't get to do it here at, at two day very often. Well, we just don't use hooks and promos like that anymore. But you know, I still like taking an idea of what the content is and incorporating the music into it. Well, it's almost um, the more obscure, the better, really. Kind of. I think. Kind of. The more you can hide it, you know. The, yeah. The, like, the le- like the more unexpected. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's best when, like, I like it when you can hide it from people who know that it should be there. Yeah. Um, you're like, oh, well, completely missed that one. Yeah. You, know, you know, like... If if I did something and you pl- and you heard it and you completely missed what I did there, that's fine. Mm. I probably would. Just but so but you know. but if you heard it, then then we can have then we can have this discussion about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because it like it just means that you're listening. Mm. You, you know, because we like to joke that what we do sometimes just gets pawned off as wallpaper. So if you do some, you know, it's like having a uh, dead air in a promo. 
the minute you have dead air, immediately your ears light up. Mm. Whether you're a radio person or not, just because you're not used to not having sound mm-hmm. on, on the radio. So when you stop down, it's like, oh, you know, that kind of thing. So, And then what you say next is of critical importance. Because mm-hmm. you've got this brief window again, potentially, yeah. where you can throw a message in. Right. Or you can use it just to completely derail your promo. You know, Frost is great at that. Um, you know, he he's great with space. And that's something that I always wanted to get better at was just how I use space in my promo. Because, yeah, exactly. You're right. When you have that dead air, what you do next turns the promo, turns that production. So, you know, you could build something all the way up and go something like $10,000, you know, that kind of thing. Or you could build it all the way up, empty space, and then have a fart noise. Yeah, it, right. it all depends on what you want to build. Yeah. Um, well, can I quickly hop in on that note? Um, I watched one of those build a hit things recently. I think it was Attention. And he was saying he was building it and he built it up to where people would expect a hook, but then he purposefully gave them an anti-hook. Yeah. Just to mix it up. Just Yeah, just to totally subvert expectation. Everyone's like, oh my god, here comes my least favorite word in music, but like, here comes the drop. Oh my god, here comes the drop. Eh. And then I don't give them the drop, I give them the anti drop. That's what I always thought was fun about production is that there was no right way to build something. Um, you could just, like I said, build whatever you want, and as long as it made sense and you know, didn't obscure the message, then you know, you win. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I like being clever. The long-winded answer to coming back to me saying, I like being really clever in promos because, you know, it's it's just that little tiny bit of difference. Um, you know, the Colin Jack chicken funeral promo. Great promo. Outstanding. Expect the unexpected. Hashtag farm life. The Kyle and Jackie O Show. We know that I lost Chickaloonie the other day. Yeah, you had a bunch of chicks, didn't you? And one of them sadly passed away in the heat. And now we've done, uh, well, we're doing a funeral. Are you going to do a eulogy now? I am. We are gathered here today to mourn the loss of a family member. Chickalini leaves behind 20 brothers and sisters. Wow, that's a lot. And a mother who didn't seem to notice <laughs> his or her passing at all. Excuse me. If you want to laugh, could you turn the microphone on? We had some good times. Despite the fact that I couldn't actually tell the difference between it and its 20 siblings, I remember it like it was just the other day. Because it was. <laughs> Jackie, Such is the fragility of farm life. Yeah. I just like to lay the wreath before we go. Okay, that was a beautiful wreath, by the way. It says, "May she rest in peace, Chickaloo." Oh God! Oh, there we. Something's wrong with your microphone. Sorry, Carl. Um, that's Chickaloo coming through. <laughs> See it now. Kiss1065.com.au. Carl and Jackie O show. You know, I was sort of thinking as I heard this and as we were just talking, it's like all the little song grabs and stuff that you add, it's like animating the content yeah. orally, really, mm-hmm. because you can just go, hey, here's what happened on the show this morning and play the bit. Yeah. But you're animating it. Yeah. It, it, you, you know, with a show like Kyle and Jack, the content really carries itself. Mm. You know, you could have just put the Kyle and Jackie O show, the content, and made it fun, and, and it's fun by itself, you know. Um, but... uh. 
how you can, you know, just paint its surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, Boz and, Boz, other levels, yeah, right? Boz and Chris like to use light and shade all the time, you know, and that's how we used to build our promos. It's just like, yes, it's ridiculous, but it could be more ridiculous if you add really intense, dramatic music underneath. Mm. And so with something like a chicken funeral, which, you know, like who would do it? Only Kyle and Jackie would do a chicken funeral on the air. Yeah. I'm not going to say that on a whiteboard on many other shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not in the planner. Uh, Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, we'll have Kyle do a little eulogy. Mm. (laughs) Okay. We'll put the really sad, sad music, sad processional music. You know, funny story. We actually had uh, all the producers in the studio fake crying. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, we were all in there like... <laughs> did you type in small, somber group crying? No, <laughs> Zero results like, like, It was almost too ridiculous. But I, the, the, the mic interference at the end of that promo is 100% legit. Really? That, that happened live. That was all legit. Okay. So, you know, maybe good old Chickalooney did, you know, did show up. It's so cool. Who knows? It's creepy. Yeah. That was another good one. And so now you're doing Today FM Breakfast. Yep. The Secret Sound, The Wrong Guesses promo. Yeah. Fantastic. That was that was uh, Ed's idea. He, it was great. He came in one day and said, I need the instrumental for We Didn't Start the Fire. I was like, all right, that's okay. weird. Okay. No, I can honestly say that question has never been, or <laughs> that, like that sentence has never been said to me in my life. Yeah. Find the instrumental for We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. What is the secret sound? Here are some things that we know it's not. What is the secret sound? Here are other guesses that it's just not this. Hole punch, label maker, spaghetti, celery, mouse click, glow stick, Kit Kat chopsticks, locking car, umbrella, playing card, matchsticks, snapped in half. It's just not that. Stop saying it. So secret sound being done forever. Forever. Various incarnations of names. Um, Guess the sound. Uh, yeah. I Somebody think was doing What's That Noise at we one d- point? We did uh, What's That Noise on Matt and Michelle. Yeah, right. Um, when I was in in Denver, we did uh, What Is That? <laughs> that <laughs> what the, is that? You know, so I, yeah, that was uh, our, our nice little sonic there was I grabbed two sales girls and I just had them go, what is that? Um, I think secret sounds my favorite phrasing. It can't be known by any other name, can yeah, it? Yeah, you know, it's like beat the bomb. It just yeah. When you change the name, it sounds weird. Yeah. Guess um, one over the explosive device. Yeah. Stop before the explosion. Yeah, that's stop before the explosion. Yeah, let, let's make it all very obvious. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, so... That's the rustling sound of programmers around the world. Yeah. Today FM's Kitty wants to find love. I'm totally ready to settle down. So, what's her ideal first date? Probably say maybe a date. Dinner or a theme park, but not like a wet and wild because I'm not getting in my bikini on the first day. Socks. <laughs> if you're single, register at todayfm.com.au to find true love and win $5,000. Let's go to El Jana. Love Lebanese food. 104.1 Today FM. Man, you know, you've got so much experience across so many different formats, <clears throat> and I think it's really cool. I think Australian radio is very lucky to have you. Oh, thanks. Just with all that experience. Thanks. Um, I want to talk to you about stress for a minute. Okay. Because you have worked on Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. It's a big show. Yeah. What have you learned over your career about handling stress in those moments where you just feel it all rising up a little bit? Uh, get it done and go outside. That's like that's that's it. That's it. You you know what? Um, I, I'm one of those guys that doesn't like to spend a lot of time in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. 
when when things build up and things get really stressful, you know, I'm also really good about knuckling down and just getting it done. So you just do it. And, you you know, you, you can have the angriest look on your face while you're doing it because you're so just full of adrenaline. You're just like, Aah! get it done and go outside for five minutes. Mm. You know, take time out to go look at the sun, go grab a coffee, go get something to eat, you know, whatever you need to kind of reset yourself. Um, because when you're producing and you're stressed, it has a snowball effect. Uh, you know, whether it's be like you just get tired from the big adrenaline dump you just had or you're just in a really shit mood just moving along across the day you're not going to be on your game so if you can take a few minutes to reset and just realize that there's more to do than just sit in your studio like there's more to look than just sitting in your studio mm. sounds like a simple concept it's good to remember though isn't it yeah you know like like how often have you been sitting in the production room and then five hours have passed you're like, oh, where the hell, What you know, if you can scrape five minutes away, take five minutes away. Mm. Plus, you know, it, it it makes you feel normal chatting with people, you know, because our, our jobs are so isolated sometimes. You can feel like you're in a fishbowl. Totally. You know, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to have windows in in, in our studios uh, here, but um, some studios don't have windows. Mm. You know what I mean? So you kind of- It's not good, man. Oh, no. It's not good. So for up-and-comers, what do you think they really need to be thinking about now? Like, what would you be saying to people just starting to come through the start of their production careers? Uh, send to everybody. You know, if we don't know you exist, we can't hire you. Mm-hmm. I, I always feel like because so many people help me along the way, that it's my job to help people that need help. Um, so I wouldn't be here without, you know... Uh, Matt Ganzel, Dave Fox, or uh, John Frost, um, the people that really took the time to walk me through the questions that I had. That's evolution. It's just that, the full cycle, it's just, right? it's, just, yeah. it's just how it goes. You know, mm. always pay it forward. One thing I can always tell people when, when you know, when they're just trying to help out, just pay it forward all the time. Mm. Um, because it benefits me as much as it benefits you. Totally. Right? So. What a lovely note to end on, man. Oh, you know. Thanks so much, Star. Star. Of course, man. Anytime, bro. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah, man. This was good. The podcast. The podcast. Great chat. Thanks, Um, buddy. Like I said, I think Australian Radio is so lucky to have you with so much experience. I'm really excited that you're in Australia. I'm I'm glad they, uh, they decided to keep me. They did. Yep. Mike Santos is a legend, awesome guy, incredible experience, outstanding production. Thank you again so much, man. Next week, one of the absolute all-time massive radio brands, BBC, Matt Fisher. And at the end of it, I was like, do you know what? I I almost don't want to do this. I want to just pull pull the plug. I got into a bit of a hole with it. You have to just keep pushing and and being positive with these things. And, And it came off literally with a couple of days to go. That is incredible, and I can't wait to bring you that. Until next week, have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening.